Welcome to the Aspect Practice Conversations podcast. Through these podcasts, we aim to share stories and information regarding aspect practice through interviews with carers, teachers, parents and academics. For more information about anything you hear today, please visit the Aspect website at aspect.org.au. I think well-being is just about being happy, being content with yourself. And I think um, overall, that can be quite a challenging thing for people who do have autism. Uh, I think that, um, you know, people with autism, they struggle socially and, you know, not being able to make friends, uh, that is quite a uh, difficult thing for people with autism and to not have that, um, su- you know, that uh, social network of support um, does lead one to having diminished well-being. I also think that part of well-being is also about you know, financial well-being, being able to support yourself independently. People on the autism spectrum often spend a lot of time consulting with healthcare professionals about specific physical and mental health concerns. Recently, we got together with a group of young adults, Bevan, Catherine, Luke and Timothy, and asked them about the support networks they require to build up and maintain their mental and physical well-being. Well, my name is uh, Timothy. I'm, I'm actually 37. Well, for me, what well-being is like uh, is like health, keeping fit, um, and eating well, um, making sure that uh, you have enough sleep and so on. So, um, so you don't get depressed, you don't get anxiety, um, and um, you're always up and going. Uh, the statistics of people with autism. Uh, who are unemployed is very high. I, I think they range between about 60 and to 80%. So a lot of people with autism are actually unable to support themselves financially. So achieving well-being is very difficult for people with autism, but um, it is still achievable and there's, there's a lot that can be done to, to help people with autism achieve that well-being. My name is Bevan and I'm 28 years old. I think it's important for the community because... There are a lot of people with autism and Asperger's and even maybe some people that don't know that they have their disorder but they know they struggle with certain things like people with autism spectrum disorders do. They can read about things and go to training courses and learn. They can learn how to blend in with other people when they haven't had the advantage of having their natural social skills that most people can take for granted. My name is Catherine and I'm 26 years old. I I didn't know that I had an autism spectrum disorder until I was 24. So I didn't get a lot of the help that I needed at an earlier age, which would have been very useful. And maybe I wouldn't have had depression and anxiety if I'd if someone had picked me out as having an autism spectrum disorder. We also asked them what role other people could play in supporting those on the spectrum to live full and rewarding lives. Well, it's good to actually educate people on uh, that are not on a spectrum to be aware. So, because the point is that. Um, how we communicate to people not on the spectrum is it can be different, and um, 
for example, if I start talking to you and uh, and I start telling you information, you people on, not on the spectrum may take it the wrong way. My name is Luke and I'm 30 years old. Mm, well, a lot of people misread us and, and I feel some people prefer to know about us but prefer not to see us at all and have us be in a corner so they can sort of forget about us like... They are happy to help us, but they don't want to know about it. So they pass on to someone else. Well, the difficulties are, for example, as, as I mentioned, anxiety is a lot. So basically, when you go for interviews or you go for um, uh, we call interacting with people that are not on a spectrum socially, uh, they are the difficulties. And um, trying to find, find new friends and trying to get a job for, or anything, there the difficulties are involved. So I would just say to you for the time being is that like a, a person on, not on a spectrum that's got anxiety, um, and to us, there's actually uh, on the spectrum of anxiety, it's like the, to the factor of 10. So has, you just have to understand that point of view. The advice that I'll probably give is that, um, how should I put it? Um, if you ever get stressed, for example, um, at least go, like, try to calm yourself down. Or if you ever get stressed, go for a run or go, go for a bike ride if you want to. And um, that will probably calm you down because anxiety can lead to stress, as you, as you already know. So, um, um, for me, I actually do that. Uh, so when I actually get too stressed or uh, too hyper in, in anxiety, I might go to the gym, punch a punching bag, or go for a 50-kilometre ri uh, ride on a bike and so on and come back. <laughs> Although people on the spectrum take a lot of responsibility for their own well-being, it also became clear that support services designed to help adults look after themselves were scarce and difficult to access. There are services available for people with autism, but those services are predominantly for uh, people in, in school and in high school. Uh, but once a person finishes high school, goes on to university and adult life, uh, they don't have that many services available to them and the support available to them is quite a bit less. If you're my age, you passed through that and when I was growing up there wasn't any, well, there was some but I missed it, just, I didn't know where to find it. Tell the truth, there's not much out there. So there's some support services for, for people, uh, for adults who have autism. Um, they range from uh, counselling services uh, to therapy uh, to even social groups and those services are predominantly available, I think, uh, in the city. It's a little bit harder if one is living in a regional centre to receive those services, but uh, um, they're becoming more and more available with, with new technologies. So being able to have Skype, um, you know, um, meetings with psychologists and, and things of that nature. Other than that, um, in terms of employment services, that's very important for people with autism. So being able to have an employment coach who specialises in autism is really important. I think it's really important that um, the adults with autism are able to basically provide feedback on new ideas, new programs and existing programs 
because at the end of the day, it's the it's the people with autism that receive the help. So if we can give you know feedback um, and propose new ideas, then that's probably a good thing in help shaping those services. These young people are members of the Aspect Practice Advisory Group, a group that allows people with autism spectrum disorders to come together to plan, design and implement programs for improved wellbeing. Well, Aspect actually has a, a social group. They actually invite a lot of bunch of people on the spectrum to be themselves. So basically, they're more comfortable that way. Where if you're actually out of that group and like um, and just on the people that don't have that kind of condition, it it kind of be un, it makes it uncomfortable and communication wise can get out of a bit of whack. Well, the group was formed last year. All of us have the we have something in common, and that is that all of us have an autism spectrum disorder whether that's autism or Asperger's syndrome. We usually um, come up with ideas to help people with autism spectrum disorders and their carers or, you know, their parents and stuff. We come up with ideas for training courses that can be run at the Aspect schools and that can be organised on the internet as a web page for Aspect. There was a suggestion that I came up with that maybe they should run a training program to help people with autism spectrum disorders to learn about how to tell the difference between a platonic and a romantic relationship. Well, the group like this is actually good in a wider community so it's basically good to be allowing people to be aware of um, how uh, we call like in a workplace or in the open space or in anywhere so it allows people to be aware of uh, that what how we communicate. Most of my skills were basically on uh, say training in uh, vocational education and training so I brought that into this group and how to help uh, on that spectrum where people will be coming in in that kind of group and how to help uh, people on the spectrum. As a result of their efforts, adults on the spectrum can gain access to support, advice and services to effectively boost their own well-being. They are also reaching out into the rest of the community to create new connections and deepen the understanding others have of a different kind of normal. Wellbeing, well, what exactly is wellbeing? I just see it as stable for now, but you can't fall off again, so you've got to get up or you're stuck. There's no permanent stable. It's just somehow staying there. I personally interact with people who are on a spectrum it's a bit hard as some people don't really get it. So it's frustrating, so sometimes it's best not to. It's just not exactly too confident in trying again and again when you're getting knocked down all the time. They think they understand, but to tell you the truth, they don't. And how are they going to understand if they don't meet us too often anyway? They might as well just look at a textbook all the time. So they may look down at you. Um, in a different way. So they think that, oh, 
uh, people on the spectrum are illiterate. That mm, that's not right. So uh, we call you have to inform them of that. But it's it just can can get a bit uh, we call just engaging too much. Well, I think that people with without an autism spectrum disorder, they it would help them to understand people if they're encouraged early in life by their their parents and their teachers and they have a little bit of exposure to people with autism spectrum disorders so they can get used to them at an earlier age well because we're a part of society and I guess I think that it would teach people to be more tolerant of people with autism spectrum disorders. The, the, the key thing I think for uh, people with autism is being accepted in the community. Um, I think that there's a lot of uh, progress that needs to be made in that area. Um, you know, there is growing awareness of autism but um, there can definitely be more. And I'd like to see the day where, you know, someone can be open with others about their condition of autism and not feel judged and actually feel embraced. Thank you for listening to the Aspect Practice Conversations podcast. For more information about anything you heard today, please visit the Aspect website at aspect.org.au.